Alright, after a bit of a podcast hiatus, we have my friends of the EPL, Mr. Chris Dales from Futures. How are you doing, buddy? Very good, mate. How are you? I'm fantastic. Dino, are you excited about this podcast? I'm incredibly excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Is this your first podcast? This is my first podcast. This is your yeah, first you've podcast. taken my podcast virginity as well. <laughs> Amongst, amongst other things in New York. <laughs> amongst lots of drinking <laughs> and lots of uh, 6am Flannerty's Tottenham Spurs matches, this may be the most fun we'll have for the next hour. Well, if it beats that, the last time we were there, then we're, uh, we're in good stead. <clears throat> Alright, cheers guys. So I want to talk EPL, and I don't know shit about the EPL, so I thought I would bring on two people that actually know what they're talking about when it comes to the EPL. But first, before we can get to the EPL, we must address what was an insane summer for soccer and football fans everywhere. Chris, your takeaway for the three Lions. What, what, looking back on it, now that the, the sadness has ideally passed away, what, what, what are your thoughts on England's World Cup run? I was convinced it was coming home. Um, look, if you'd have offered fourth place at the beginning of the World Cup, I would have snapped your hand off for it. It was just disappointing the way we went out, but Gareth Southgate's the man. <laughs> Didn't you extend him? <laughs> of course we extended him. <laughs> He's just the nicest waistcoated man on, on the planet. All uh, the best. Whether his, whether his ideas are good, who knows, um, but a bit of pride in the country, which we haven't had for a long time. And we won a penalty shootout for the first time since I was eight years old. Dino's face. So. Dino's face is just straight disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> he was not satisfied. Please tell me. No, I actually, uh, coming at it from a slightly, you know, less less biased point of view, I mean, I, I, I wanted England to, to go far, but... Uh, I yeah, I thought I thought I thought it was a good tournament. Um, I didn't think it was amazing. Um, I mean, let's face it, they didn't beat anybody that good. But <laughs> how uh, dare you? No, you wouldn't say that if Sven Goran Eriksson was in the room. <laughs> oh, Sven. No, but it was like uh, they kind of behaved like a, a normal national team should. I mean, they they beat the teams they should have beaten. Uh, they. You know, they got edged in a hard-fought match against a team that probably was slightly more talented th than them. But they didn't sort of underachieve like the, the three Lions of, of recent years past. <laughs> the last three World Cups. They seem, yeah. they, they, seem to, <laughs> they, the they, they seem to put up a unified front. They actually seem to enjoy playing football, which was incredibly refreshing. That's fair. There was so, like passion uh, on the field. Yeah, that was, was surprising. <clears throat> there was passion on the field. There was It brought the country together. There was lots of beer spill. Oh my god! The scene, the, the what was the it? Hyde the, Park, the Hyde uh, Park, the Box Park in Croydon. The the poor, poor guys who went bought three rounds for his mates <laughs> while Trippier lined up that free kick in <laughs> the fifth minute. Saw, <laughs> and then he saw his six pound pint in the yeah, twenty seconds later. Oh my god. That's so great. What a run. Yeah, what a run, what a run. It's joy we haven't had in this country for a long time. So. No, it was, it was well done. It was, it was good. well done. So, so I have a take. Did the World Cup reduce excitement for the upcoming football season in general? Like, are you as excited about the EPL 
given that you just spent a month of what is usually saved energy, like just wasted away, not wasted away, but just rooting like crazy for arguably your favorite team? I'm on two different levels with that. It has been quick coming back round, which, you know, you, you do want to break every now and then, but my team's in the EPL for the first time in five <laughs> years. So, you know, the sooner it comes around, the better. Oh I'm pretty God. excited about that. This is true. Yeah, I think, I think yes, absolutely. I think it has to do with, uh, I mean, especially being here in the U.S. Uh, I mean, no offense to, to all the, the baseball fans, but <laughs> there's just nothing else. <laughs> this is true. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty dire. I mean, yeah, I mean, for, from one perspective, you kind of miss the, the sort of, I would like another couple of weeks to the transfer window. Um, was, that's, that, that's fun. I feel like the but, transfer window has been quiet. I mean, the Ronaldo move, outstanding. Like, everything else, well, I don't know, what else? What's the second biggest yeah, move of the summer? Well, arguably, it's, for the Premier League, it's probably Alisson to Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, uh, a transfer that, that fills a hole, which, which carries <laughs> has just exactly been that, a hole for the last... <laughs> For the last two months um, and the rest. That's what. I, like, what? What? What is your your second biggest move of the summer? Both EPL and non EPL. Well, actually, I mean, it could be uh, EPL. It could be Cato, which I think was a move that was wrapped yeah. up well before the summer. No. I think I think Liverpool have uh, actually done done a really good job just by getting getting it all out of the way. I mean, maybe maybe they overpaid slightly here and there, but only slightly, and yeah. Uh, they have players to to bet in and and that have betted in and presumably, uh, and they they addressed a lot of their big needs. Those are my exact, essentially what I wrote for my notes. It was Liverpool dot 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 real deal exclamation point because <laughs> it seems like everything they did this summer like fits perfectly for them. Like, yeah. is there a move you look at for that team? And, and we'll get into team by team, but I'll just ask it now. A move for that team that you look at and you're like. Uh, they shouldn't have done that. Not at this stage. They're like the Lakers. I, I'd need to remind myself of who they've actually signed. So, but... I'll bring it up. But I, I think, you know, I think their biggest weakness, uh, you know, I think first of all, you have to compare them to, you know, the Premier League, and then you have to com- judge them in the Champions League. And okay. I think uh, their big... You could argue, I mean, I think objectively defense was their, their big weakness, just okay. sort of the unreliability of, of the back line. We saw and that first in the Tottenham game, which I'm not, is amazing. Yeah, the, uh, well, I guess two, it's two, both. Wasn't it? yeah. Yeah. Well, also the 4-1. Four, the four yeah. So, I mean, they obviously shored that up to some extent with Van Dyke. I guess you could argue that they, they could have brought in uh, – Somebody else, but um, I think in bringing in Fabinho and and uh, Keita for the midfield and Shakiri, um, it's like a Shakiri. I like Shakiri. He's he's a good player and he's perfect for but, them because he's he offers something different that Firmino, Mane, and Salah don't necessarily have. He's going to be a super sub for them. Like if they didn't have any depth once they sold Coutinho yeah. last year. But that was you yeah. don't you, you don't want to be bringing on Danny Ings or or Sturridge <laughs> or Adam Lallana who hasn't <laughs> hasn't been good for a long time. He's cut his hair though now. Shakiri so. also <laughs> looks like like if Darren Sproles played in the EPL, like he would look like Shakiri. He looks he looks like a fire hydrant. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> you haven't even finished your first beer yet. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's uh yeah he's a he's a luxury player but you know when I was talking about like comparing them against Champions League teams I mean Champions League final Real Madrid brought on Gareth Bale they brought on an unfit Adam Lallana so there you go there's I mean, the difference being able to bring in Shakiri's uh, <laughs> you know is that I wonder? Maybe this is like a, an ignorant American question. How much does a team like Liverpool prepare for, like, build their team for the Champions League versus build their team for the EPL? Like, have you, like, I don't know, of your years of following the EPL, have you noticed a distinct, like, they're just all in for the Champions League and they're sort of kicking the EPL season to the side? It doesn't. That doesn't usually happen until February. By February, if you've made it through the group stage, which most English teams do most of the time, yeah, I mean, even Arsenal managed to get to the last sixteen almost every year. Yeah. Then, by then, you know in the league whether you're you're still in the running or not. With the Champions League, you know you draw. You think you you might have a better shot there. I guess with with a team like Liverpool, you've got Shakiri again. He's the perfect person you can play on a Saturday against whoever it might be, West Ham or Bournemouth, and he'll probably come up with a goal so that you can rest someone like Salah and Firmino for, for the bigger match in midweek. And I think, I think you know, <laughs> at the top end of the table, you're, you're sort of, you know, you're, trying to, you're trying to sign the same type of player that everybody else in the conversation for the Champions League is trying to sign. I don't, I don't think English teams are necessarily going for a different type of player than say a Spanish team or, or an Italian team that's trying to huh. trying to win the Champions League. I think it's more it's more at the the, the mid table and then lower end of the table where you know you're you're trying to find guys who like fit the Premier League mold. Um, not necessarily going for for flair players, but, but just like trying of, to Workman like Chris, <laughs> workman Chris, like Chris Brunt, role player. <laughs> Some angry guy who's going to run around a lot. That's exactly it. If you got someone who can run a lot, the fans who love them. So who Even are the and that's, and that's, zero and you, you could argue that's where Stoke Stoke was undone. I mean, it came up from uh, a Tony Pulis, no nonsense, uh, workman like ethos to uh, you know signing all these. Uh, Former Champions League bench warmers, <laughs> European flair players, and uh, now they're in the championship. And, and now they've been relegated. Yeah. Fascinating. Where's Ibrahim Afalai playing these days? Yeah. <laughs> this, we're Who deep knows? into the soccer archives. I'm like, I, I'm, I don't even have these guys' first names on my notes, let alone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <All right. laughs> they didn't exactly make an impact. In the Premier Clearly. League. In the Premier League, put it that way. So, all right. So, storyline by storyline, person by person. I think we already know what yours is, so I'll start with Dino. What are you most looking forward to this EPL season? Um, I mean, I think I think we have a real prospect of a of a, of a good title race. Really? Yeah, I, I, the Vegas I, odds would not say that. I, yeah, I genuinely <laughs> do. I genuinely do. I do too. I mean, it's always it's always it's always easy to say so, you know, when you when you look at teams on paper. But I I genuinely think uh, I think if if Liverpool's backline 
stays stays healthy, um, and you'd think they'd be, you know, as good, if, you know, potentially better than last year. That they they could they could really um, challenge City. So two horse race. I I think it could be. I really think it could be. I think I think um, it's a lot better positioned for that than last year. Um, I think a lot. Dep- I mean, the, the the main gulf that I see is not in terms of the quality of the starting eleven. It's in terms of the quality of the the squad. Um, and I mean, we talked about Shakiri and. Uh, you know they've, they've they've got a little bit of depth, but I think I think Man City have got just way more depth. Yeah, and that's, and that's the difference. I, I compared to anybody else, you'd probably call Liverpool pretty deep, but compared to City, you certainly wouldn't. Yeah, that's fair. I guess like I, what I'm curious to see is like I actually think I agree with you that Liverpool to me like just from like a basic, not again knowing every intricate piece of how they play football matches and how they manage their team week to week. But like starting 11 versus starting 11, aren't, aren't they just as good? Like if, if not, maybe fine. I'd step below. Yeah. But like, don't sit here and convince me that like man city are like the Patriots. Like they're not like they have volatility when it comes to their season by season performances. Sure. No one's defended the premier league for something like 10, that was my, yeah. 10 years what is it like 10 years? Yeah. yeah 10 and 11 years back to back and no one's but, gone. I, I can see it happening this year. I just think Liverpool are still Liverpool in that they'll they'll be able to smash Arsenal, give Spurs and United games and, and probably win those, but they'll come a cropper against Burnley away or or like I can't even say Stoke anymore. <laughs> this <isn't fair. laughs> but like I'm not used to this. How is it that people don't look at Man City and look at Sergio Aguero and say like that like I don't know. He, I guess, shits the bed in the World Cup all the time, so everyone thinks of him as like the World Cup player. But is he just like a completely different person in the EPL? Like, oh, think, yeah, he's one of the. Sorry, he's one of the best. You don't have to apologize strikers. for interrupting. Interrupting is great. Cool. No, I think <laughs> I think the World Cup thing is a more a product of you know disarray at the national team level and the team he was on, Argentina, not having a cohesive system. Whereas, yeah, he's Guardiola's and going into his third forwards, year yeah. and. And they actually have some semblance of a team and strategy, rather than uh, watch Messi, watch um, Messi run around and do the do the uh, Harry Redknapp F R A A B fucking run around. <laughs> um, so. I love it. You know, ticks off one of his. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one down. <laughs> Fair. Well, all right. So my storyline is if I had if I told you. Arsenal doesn't finish in the top 10. Is there a scenario where you think that happens? I don't. I think top you don't? 10. I don't think top 10. I, they'll finish in the top half. Really? If, you, if you'd have said top six. Okay. I Tell I me when to stop. Hot take. I think, well, it's not a hot take, but I think they'll be, I think they'll be better than last year. Really? And whether or not that translates to a higher... I mean, it's so congested in the top six. I mean, it's not like... Well, it feels like there's like four, and then there's like five to nine. I'm not sure. Well, I think... I think, I think Chelsea are hanging on to the coattails there. That's what I mean. Like, it feels like it's... Number it, five. Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham, Man U, and then like, yeah, Arsenal, Chelsea, somehow the Wolves are in that discussion for whatever odd reason, according to Vegas. Um, we have all the money. 
Yeah, fair enough. Like, there's just, like, I don't know. There's, like, a mosh pit of teams in... Like, if I tier it, there's, like, three tiers. And then could I see Arsenal falling out of that third tier? I see see a top two, personally. I see a top two, and then I see a next next four. (laughs) A next four. Who's your four? Uh, I see United, Spurs, Chelsea, and Arsenal. And I, I, I don't... Chelsea's in shambles. Everything I every all yes my no. weeks they're, of research. They're, I've they're, said, <laughs> the one takeaway I've had. Forty five minutes on the train home. Yeah, <laughs> like forty five minutes on the train home for like three days. I, I, I don't disagree. I, I if 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 I was to be told Chelsea were going to shit the bed and finish tenth place, I wouldn't be surprised. But if you told me Chelsea was going to come in second, I also wouldn't be surprised. That that that's just. The team that they've been over the last five years, they have a team of sort of. Oh, I'm gonna, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show my bias here, but <laughs> I really, I, ready. I yeah. really feel like uh, you know players. I, I, I'm singling out Hazard, but he's the kind of guy who, when everything's going his way, yeah, when he's he feels great. comfortable. He's the best player in the league. Um, and then when there's a little bit of discord amongst the ranks, they they, sh- they, shit, they shit the bed and he blows. And yeah. he, he just waltzes around like he doesn't give a shit. So I I think it's, uh, you know, they have all the makings of like a disaster waiting to happen, which is that Sari has a very strict philosophy about the way he plays. He almost never changed his formation at Napoli. And it's very possible that none of the, pieces that he has are compatible with his vision. On the other hand, they just have really, really good players. And if they bring it all together, um, I could see them, you know, I could see them getting second. So wow. I don't know. Interesting. 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 All right. Well, that's, so that's my storyline is that Arsenal, I think is garbage <coughs> and fine. Top 10 is like maybe more or less guaranteed, but I don't know. They, they feel like the team that's set to regress the most. I feel, I feel like that will naturally happen, whether Unai Emery's a better manager or not than Wenger has been in the last two or three years. It's been Wenger's club for the last 20-something yeah, years. Yeah, it's like what you told it's, me. It's, 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 it's going to be naturally a, a process which doesn't go overnight. He may not be as set in his ways as someone like Sarri who's come in and, and knows his philosophy and, and moulds his team around that rather than Molding a philosophy around a group of players, but with Emery and I, to be honest, I don't know much about him. I think he's a, he's clearly a good manager. He's won the Europa League a lot, which Arsenal fans will be really happy about. <laughs> uh, it remains to be seen, but I still think they've probably got enough that they'll finish sixth or seventh, even if it is a quote unquote worse year than than last year, or maybe even a better year, like like Dino says. Fair enough. Yeah, I think he's. Uh... He's sort of a, a pragmatic manager, and um, I mean, the thing that was striking about Arsenal all these years is it seems like they were undone by Wenger's stubbornness. Um, it was almost like watching the same thing happen. That's interesting. Every year, so it's sort of like you've got the handcuffs on, and now they're free. A team, yeah. I mean, it, it was a team that could be, <laughs> yeah, but a free Granite Jacket can only do so. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like you just like well. I mean, so they're, they're, they they address their exactly. I mean, Granite Granite Jacko. We know his uh, strengths and and his many weaknesses. Uh, they went and his they strength. went and addressed that. Yeah, uh, they went and addressed that. They got they got Torreira, uh, 
who, you know, finally will be a sort of holding midfield player who can not only tackle, but also, you know, play a 10-foot pass, like, the line fitting. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know, they, they haven't sort of, they haven't made that signing that made, makes you think, oh, wow, you know, they're, they're, they're going to the next level. But I, part of me just thinks, you know, they've, they've been managed in the same way for so long that maybe just a freshening, freshening up of things could, could, you know, turn, turn some very good players, um, into like um, a, like a, one of those help like, them reach the next level. What is the the US the US thing? Oh, the like sum is greater than the yeah. symmetry. Uh, yeah, the sum of its parts. <laughs> like the team is greater than the sum of its yeah. parts. There you go. I mean, I I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm uh... they've got the players. Like you look at the you look at the team going forward and you think like is that decent? He might not even start. But you guys are doing. The... They've got Aubameyang, who's clearly you know got Premier League quality from from the second half of last year and. Ozil can pick a pass when he wants to and gets picked on by everyone else when, when, he, when he doesn't provide an assist, which is not necessarily his fault. But but you're doing like the classic, like, I'm optimistic about all. Like, you just talk to yourself in like optimism for like all these teams. Like, who are we pessimistic on then? Like, who do we look at and we're like, that team I'm worried about? There's the easy one here is United. Man United. Really? Yeah. It's Reno's third year. He notoriously doesn't give a shit by this point. If you've seen some of his preseason comments, he clearly does not give two shits about this. Yeah. It's whether he's he's just being stubborn and moany just because, you know, there's nothing else going on in the football world at the moment or whether he is actually kind of clocking out like he has done at all his other clubs. That's, like, evident by, like, at least from my take on their transfer window. Like, they didn't do anything. They've done a couple of things, but it's not been as active as Liverpool. They, That's what I mean. He's, like he's trying to, he's trying to blame senior management above him on not being willing to spend any money. But he's been there three years. He spent a shit ton of money in that time. So to say that this team's not good enough is is as much his fault as anyone else's at this point. He clearly doesn't know how to develop some of the players. Rash- <laughs> Rashford, Rashford, England's next greatest hope, has definitely regressed under him. Marsh- Martial? I mean, come on. The guy's so talented. Yeah. it's. I'd be worried if I was a United fan. I really? Think, I think... So that's a fourth, message. Fourth would be a, a good result for them this year, and I'd be, I would not be shocked if Mourinho's the first Premier League manager out the door. Wow. Yeah, I like I, it. Is yeah, that I, I, the same? Well, I, I agree in the sense that I think they've been extremely lucky the last, well, certainly last year uh, to finish where they did. I just remember, I just kept looking at the table. I would just sort of remember their last game and then look at the table and just be like, how are they second? How are they second? Um, yeah. Uh, they, you know, they, they, <laughs> they, they, have, they have on paper the, I would say the, the third or even second most talented team, but um, you know, if you haven't put it together after two years, and then you're spending the start of the third season just complaining about how terrible your players are, it's not it's not a great sign. Um, You've seen it firsthand as as an Inter fan. <laughs> yeah, well, he sort of perfected it in the second year, and and at Inter and at many of the clubs he's been at, and um, last year. You know, 
was not perfection. I mean, they played some absolutely unwatchable <laughs> football. Um, it's fascinating. But, but that's always been his brand. Unwatchable I, I football? I think, Is yeah. that a brand? Yeah. It has. <laughs> if you look at his Chelsea think, teams, if you look at his... Is Inter team uh, maybe less unwatchable? But uh, you know, it's it's again, it's the it's the pragmatism. It's the it's based on good defenses. He inherited a good defense at Chelsea and and turned them into a great team with Damian Duff and Sean Wright Phillips. Like, yeah, if you've got a solid base, even if even if he is a massive weapon, John Terry was was perfect for Mourinho. Huh. Yeah, I think I think I think United is. Uh... In this spot. <laughs> Phil Jones isn't exactly the same <laughs> character that you want to build your team on. No, God. Who is the character on that team? Like, I, I, I mean, well, should it be Pogba? Is that is that that's like what's scary, like right? Un, unleash him, or is Mourinho again? Is it a development thing, or is he just caging him unnecessarily? I don't know. I, I don't hot know. T- we've hot, seen it. We've hot seen take. It. Everybody's talking about. How can how can Mourinho harness the Pogba that we saw at the World Cup? And I just I think I think it's giving a little bit too much credit to Pogba. I agree, he wasn't that is it, good. Is it giving right? not enough credit to Kante who just Well I'm not giving the I'm not giving the credit to <laughs> let me just go out there and say I'm not giving the credit to Deschamps because I think yeah. he's an absolute Come on, Fraud. Didier. That's a great first name. I, I, I just off that sure. alone. Hey, you stopped, Double you D. Roberto Martinez winning that World Cup, which is but, oh, which is good for everyone. Fair enough. I'm not. I'm not sure yes, what. That's, that's for another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what people saw in Pogba to make them sort of have that leap where they say, "Oh, this is the player United wish you know thought they had signed." You well, just say what you want. If he, even if he was slightly above average, that's better than he's looked in a in a United shirt so far. True. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I watched a lot of World Cup comparatively to my usual football intake, and even I was like, "This, he's fine. He's like good, I guess, and like long." But Griezmann clearly was the <laughs> best person in that. Like that's like what comes to mind uh, watching that guy. And like, I don't know. I looked at it saying Griezmann looked awesome. Conte looked great, and Mbappe. Mbappe was fucking amazing. Yeah, like say what you like. He was like Raheem Sterling on steroids. Like he was like what you wanted Sterling to be, and that like unleash the speed and With an end product. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, yeah, you know, and it was just like fine. He didn't finish if only. The, yeah. if only, right? But he was he was amazing, and he, I'm curious to see if PSG keeps him all season. But that's for another maybe another podcast. Well, yeah, if he. Uh, Falling out with Neymar and that's what I mean. Throwing his toys out of prom. Yeah, but anyways, all right. We've gone around. We've I've said my my storyline for the season. What is yours, Chris? So you touched on it with Mourinho, um, but I'll go on to another one that I had, and that's my team. Wolves oh my god! The, uh, there it the is. There is the Wolves drop. Yeah. So for everyone that is a casual American fan of the EPL and only knows like six teams, please give us the context and backstory of the Wolves. So it's my local team from Birmingham and we are now the premier and sole representative of the West Midlands in the Premier League. <laughs> and uh, historically blighted region of the country. Yes. <laughs> Called the Black Country. There was a lot of mining, a lot of a lot of stuff like that historically. Um, a couple of years ago, well, we were relegated a few years ago, so you may have heard of us. Back to back relegations promotions over three or four years 
and we were bought by a really, really, really rich man. So uh, <laughs> not only that, he's best mates with a football super agent. So uh, Wolves team at the moment resembles a uh, Portuguese under-21s team <laughs> and turns out that was good enough to get promoted. So it remains to be seen who we, uh, how we get on, but um, I'm optimistic and it, it's going to be good to be uh, a Wolves fan for for the Premier League season once again. Who is your like American sports doppelganger team? Yes, that's a great question. <sighs> like If you had to draw, obviously you're not a, a huge NBA or MLB person, but Dino knows more about those sports than, than you do, but yeah, obviously you know the NFL. Yeah, NFL. Who is your like NBA, or excuse me, American sports doppelganger? You were shit, someone rich bought you, friends with an agent, and now you're good. Yeah, we're good. Well, you're going to have to fill in those gaps there. Yeah, like, are they like the LA Clippers? It's hard It's it's hard to compare it to any sport where there's a salary cap. I mean... I don't know. That's don't know. me. Like, Steve Ballmer buys the team. Yeah. Like, gets... I mean, I guess they had Paul at the time, but, like, really just, like, enhances more or less every aspect of that team. And now they're good, and then they got rid of their superstar, and now they're just mediocre. Yeah. Like, you're going to probably, what, sell over under two and a half guys that get sold after the end of this EPL season. Over. (laughs) But there are two ways to look at that. Either we're improving the squad that just got us into the Champions League at Chelsea's expense. (laughs) Or or they've underperformed. Look, look, thinking about who would be the first manager sacked, I would... If I was a betting man, I haven't seen the odds. Mourinho is probably a good one to go with. Should pull those up. If it's if it's Nuno Wolves manager, because we have a really slow start, and it turns out our um, really our, our boss is is fickle, then then I would believe that as well. I think it would be a mistake. But you know, we played some really good football in the championship. But let's see how well our, our Portuguese wonder kids get on against real opposition. <laughs> What percentage of the Portuguese national team was Wolves players? I never actually like looked not, at the number. Not many. So we signed the goalkeeper this year. We signed uh, Joe Matinho. Um, Joe, for, for, Joe Mutton. I'm just going to translate all these names. <laughs> Rui Patricio. Yeah, Ron Patrick. <laughs> Ruben Neves. Ruben Neves. <laughs> That's great. That's great. You can give you a minute with that. But yeah. It's... Oh, so all right. I, I found them. To caveat to next Premier League manager to get sacked. Uh, Cloud Puel, 3-1. to one. Leicester. Leicester, leading the way. Jose Mourinho, second, tied with Rafael Benitez from Newcastle. Wow, that's stupid. No, he's... he's he Newcastle, dark, dark horse to finish in the in the top eight this year. Wow. Right? Yeah. Trash. Apparently not according to this. Uh, Javi Garcia's for Watford, eight to one. Yes, yeah. yes, and I'm all over that. <laughs> and Mark Hughes and Neil Warnock of Southampton and Cardiff. Oh, all over Mark Hughes. Here we go. Here we go. Neil Warnock, one of the top five think, most despicable people I, in English I, football. I would, I would lump on Watford though. They've oh got, yeah, they've, they've got the yeah. Oh, they love to. Oh, they look at the first one though. Eight to one. He'll, he'll get them to tenth by December, and they'll cruise Whoa. for the second half of the year, and he'll go. Here's a fun trivia question. Uh, uh, maybe not. All right, if you had to guess Arsenal's odds for Unai Emery. 50 to 1. 
For first manager? First manager sacked. I don't know what that is in, in US That's betting speak. It's the same. Okay. You said it right. 50 to 1. It's all the same. Gambling is somehow like a universal language. Okay. Like you have different currencies. We have different, you know, ways to program. It's but... always like, oh, he's a plus 100 underdog. I don't no. know. Oh, yeah. I'm going longer than that. Yeah? I'm going 100. It Four. took him freaking 20 years to sack Wenger. <laughs> 40 to 1. What? Yeah. <laughs> And the and and Mauricio, sorry, is that only thirty three to one? Yeah. Chelsea, that's not surprising. They could. That seems intriguing. Chelsea's a weird one because they could. You said they it's could. It's going to take him a while to get going. He got. He, are they going to sell? Going are they going to sell Hazard? Is he going to be gone by Thursday? No, but the the funny thing is the the English transfer window closes on Thursday. Yeah. The rest of Europe doesn't. What so is... they can just sit there. If oh. Chelsea could potentially like. Today, Thibaut Courtois didn't go to training. He's holding out so because he wants to force a move to Real Madrid. Yeah. He could be still there on Thursday. And then they sell him, and then they're without a goalkeeper. And they're not unable to unable to get anything. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting couple of days on that front for, for Premier League. Fans. Premier League shot themselves in the foot on this one. Yeah, that's like a classic, what is your league doing? And yeah, it was retarded. It was a, Especially on a World Cup year. 14, like... 14 out of 20 teams voted for it. I think it's, for, for the lower 14 teams, it probably is a distraction because you're not worried about Europe. You're worried about... The other thirteen uh, teams you could get relegated next year. Okay, um, but the, but for those top six, I know the Manchester clubs both voted against it. Daniel Levy never would have voted for that. <laughs> he loved an August thirty first signing. Okay, so your storyline is how good are the wolves going to be? Yeah, yeah. Sorry to be a bit of a homer, but hey, I'm, and I'm I would excited. just and I would just add to that. I agree. I would add to that. I'm really interested to see how good Fulham is going to be. Mm. Whoa. Interesting. Similar similar story. It's funny how every US like person knows Fulham because Clint Dempsey played there. I'm fully expecting <laughs> Brian, Brian McBride and Brian to McBride. Score goals. <laughs> Thomas Radzinski made him famous in Canada. Oh god, that's great. No, Fulham Fulham good god. I mean they've spent uh who did they get? They got Andre they got Andre Sherla. Okay, he kinda sucks, but he's a big guy. Hey, name. he's a good he's a good decent player for that level. Um they got this guy from Nice Jean Michel Seri. Um, <laughs> he was being linked to a lot of the big clubs around Europe. Um, yeah, they've got this guy Sessegnon that. I mean, the whole room. of England is rooting for him. He'll be the next, the next Ashley Young. Oh my God. As it were, I'm over your English yeah. national. But takes. he's more. He's more of a. He's more of he's a, a better player. He's, he's a. He's in the Gareth. Where he started as a as a left back, and then they were like, "Wow, this guy's really, really fast, and he can actually do stuff in the final third. So he's sort of a he's sort of a left winger now. Yeah. Um, they got Mitrovic from Newcastle, who he's kind of Jekyll and Hyde, but uh, he, he yeah he occasionally <laughs> yeah. does goals. Puts uh, the ball in uh, the back of the net, as yeah. uh, our friend um, Alexi Lalas would say. The name yes. of the game. Put yes. the ball in the back of the net. We'll let you have your Alexi Lalas rant at some point. God, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even prepare Alexi Lalas. I don't think you need to. Zinger. No, we all know where, where we stand on the list. All right, so I have one other thing I want to talk about for the Wolves because this has caught my eye, which is that if I had to ask you what you thought the odds are for a Wolves top 10 pit finish. Top 10, I would say, is more likely than... More, more likely than relegated. 
I'd okay. say I'd say we're like evens. Even. Even. That's exactly what I was. Plus one twenty. Wolves to finish in the top ten. Value. I think so. Lumped on. (laughs) I might do that. I might. I might. I might put aside some of my uh, magic dollars. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm Mortgage. I'm with with you guys there. Right. uh, Top ten seems very reasonable. You know, I think you guys. Looking at last year, Everton were the eighth best team in the Premier League. Did Everton finish eighth? Absolutely dog shit. It was it was just an absolute dearth of talent when you went out of those top seven. Burnley, they're going to be in the Europa League probably. Ah, uh, yeah, and that's, that's if if they are, that's going to cripple them because they they barely have a team. Scott Arfield goes to Europe. Oh, Scott Arfield's gone to. Oh shit! He went to Rangers. Who's Followed that? Stevie G. Ashley Barnes. Ashley Barnes. <laughs> Oh, man. Goes to Europe. Ben, ben Me. Ben James Tarkovsky. Oh my god. Alright, you're losing everyone. Let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. No one knows any of these people you're talking about. They sound like regular English names like George. Yep. Hey, when they go on they go on Wikipedia and look at Burnley. That's what they'll come up with. Yeah. This is the other one that caught in my eye, which I should have brought this up earlier, which is Arsenal bottom ten finish, twenty to one. I don't think there's a chance. I don't think No chance. I think they're no. too good. I oh, think... you suck. All yeah, of you. I, there's a yeah, I think I think I think it's going to be. I think the top six is pretty solidified, and I think it'll be really interesting to see where Fulham will. Well, not in that order, but let's say West Ham, Everton, Fulham, and Wolves. I think based on talent, those should those teams should round out um, the top ten. But equally, I think one of those teams is going to like. Get all their signings wrong and completely shit the bed. I'm hoping it's West Ham because it would just be hilarious. <laughs> sneaky, um, sneaky Crystal Palace as well. Like Roy Hodgson's good at getting a team from 16th to 10th. No, no, no higher, no, no lower. If they hold on to Zaha, they've got a chance of doing that. I think that's funny. They got this Max Meyer guy. Yeah, I've never heard of. It's total binner. Fascinating. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's move on to odds because this is what I'm really here to talk about. I may not know a lot about you know, discreet, yeah, discreet Huddersfield Town players, but I do know about gambling. Okay. <laughs> all right, so to win the Premier League, Vegas says it's over, which is that Manchester City at five to eight or minus one sixty-five. I'll do it in both languages since we have English people on this podcast. Nice. Uh, Liverpool at four to one. Man U at ten to one, Chelsea at fourteen to one, Tottenham and Arsenal at twenty to one, and then Everton at two hundred to one, and Leicester City at three hundred to one. So these are since changed since I emailed them to you. Sorry yeah. to spring you with this in an update, but so be it. Is it is it is it really that one sided? Is Man City just like that much of a lock? I think Dino said it right earlier. The only team that looks like on paper there they have the depth and the quality of squad to challenge them is Liverpool. I think it might be closer than last year, but I still think I still think Man City have improved enough that they're going to keep them at bay for another year. All right, but like Klopp, Klopp but doesn't love, why has it he doesn't love winning channels? Why Ch- has, trophies? Why is it anyone repeated? I don't understand. Like it's clearly it's because, hard to repeat. Yeah, it's because Leicester did. The Leicester thing a couple of years ago. Yeah, Since then, fine. Chelsea have had one year on, one year off because they won it with their manager. Then they sacked their manager the next year when, as you say, Hazard's in a in a strop for twelve months and still somehow is 
getting linked with that's where, that's where you, where you go and you uh, buy players with no backbone yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's my point is like are we underestimating how hard it is to go back to back like it's like fun for us to like in the US we're like oh like the Patriots they'll win it again like they won it last year and then they fucking get upset by the Eagles you know, I think it, I, I mean I just think it's a I think it's a testament to the the parody of the Premier League I it's mean a I agree. It's, it's, it's a league a, as well it's none of this playoff bullshit where you Finish in a league, and then all of a sudden it's a lottery. Fair enough. So it's like so. It's uh, like the seven game series thing, where it's yeah, like the better team after thirty eight games, the best team is probably going to win it. So Leicester was the best team. Leicester was the luckiest team last year <laughs> that, that year, and it's been proved since they progressed back to the mean. But I think, uh, unfortunately, as much as I hate Man City and I hate Guardiola for. Coming in on his can we have a separate golden, golden can we have a chariot? separate podcast about how much we hate Pep Guardiola? <laughs> I like Pep Guardiola. He seems like he has swag. What about all the inconsistencies in his uh, political viewpoints? Ah, uh, that's fair. But that's like the, the I mean, you can have inconsistent political viewpoints and become president. So, well, like it's, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's definitely that's a different podcast. <laughs> my point is that I'm just I don't know. I'm so intrigued, and maybe it's my gambling eyes growing increasing in size. But it's just like. If no one's done it, it's, it's clearly not the, hard. It's not the value bet for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liverpool is the value bet. Right, four to one is intriguing. A homer pick for me is Tottenham at twenty to one. Like so, uh, yeah. yeah. Full disclosure, Tottenham fan. I can't see it happening. <laughs> There's no like. What was it? Punch hey, just came out today and said Harry Kane's very angry about his World Cup performance. So now he thinks he'll play very well this season. Tough shit. He doesn't score goals in August. Yeah. And when he's your only person who scores goals, that's that's a month you can't afford to take off. Which Ooh. unfortunately, Spurs do, and there, there's no depth there. There's no even even without the mitigating circumstances of this year, such as World Cup and early transfer windows. Spurs can't get their shit together before October. What's going to happen this year when late. they're playing some twenty-year-old? academy product at center midfield uh you know i hope they can get through the first few games but it doesn't it doesn't you manage to hold on, on to Moussa Sissoko though so yeah you that's be, important you <laughs> yeah to that's, close out games with those clearances there 20 yards over the bar oh yeah that's, that's very important. you need those yeah <laughs> it's just i don't know um I, I i guess my point is that if you had to give me fine man city and the field you gotta take you, you take the field. You always take the field. Yeah, and the field gives you plus odds this season. Yeah, that's true. And that's my only like as a as a a man of respective gambling. That to me seems like the smart bet this yeah, season. Yeah, despite what we just said about Spurs, if that's twenty to one, like if the stars align like they did for for Leicester, and you don't get any major injuries to this, Kane or Ericsson or, or Delhi you hold on to Alderweireld for one more week like it can, and they're it playing could, in a new stadium it could happen it's <laughs> I, I think it's unlikely but I think that's it could the 22-1 that wouldn't be the worst worst bet in the world for I me mean, if yeah. we're gonna if we're gonna go if we're gonna go deep on Spurs I think they I just I still think they have um, they have clear weaknesses in their team that other other teams don't have. I think uh, their fullback play isn't good enough, and 
Kieran Trippier. Trippier. Team of the World Cup. Kieran Trippier can play in a in a in a three five two or something like that. Oh, interesting. Um, he can't play fullback. He can't play you know traditional fullback. If you put Serge Aurier back there, you're going to give away a penalty each game. <laughs> ben Davies. So ben Davies gives his all, but Ben Davies is I, fine. I, I would not fine, stand for fine fine exactly not what enough. it is. Fine is fine not good league. enough. Danny Rose, uh, Danny a, a Rose, top form would would be much better. Danny than Rose, Davis, if you had if you had Danny player. Rose of two years ago, and you still had Kyle Walker, and then you had the rest of the Kyle team, Walker's the one I missed. Maybe. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> it's just but like but, all right. Fine. The flip side is Erickson is better. Erickson will be better this season. Than sure. Last season. But I haven't even touched on the big weakness, and I think that is center midfield. Uh, which is to say, I think Dembele is only a year older. Um, as much as I love Eric Dyer, which I, I don't understand, I have his shirt. He's just—he's just a fucking hard ass. <laughs> he's not very he's good got, at football. He's got stones. <laughs> he's just—he's he so boring. He just looks like a, like I would never go and have a pint with him ever. What? Never. <laughs> I think he'd be the first person to have. I would be the last person I'd, I would ever go out drinking with. I—I I bet he just gets shit faced. I think he just sits there. He's like the friend that gets quiet drunk and then he like is like puking on the side of the road like way too early and you're like what happened no. Eric and he's like oh no, 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 no. I had too many I think you've got it I think you've got it totally wrong yeah, he wouldn't say a word he's, uh, <laughs> the guy the guy's the guy's he's built he's, he's built he's just he's just like a he's the embodiment of a sort of sort of big burly British lad he'd be like a left guard in the NFL like yeah wouldn't you want to go drink with a left no, guard no I don't want to go drink with Zach Martin or insert African American left guard for the Oakland Raiders. Like, no, I don't drink with any of those people. <laughs> like, I think I think Eric Eric Dyer would be. Uh, I, I honestly, I it's funny. I I don't think I can think of somebody I would want to drink with more. You want to party with Jamie Vardy? Yeah, yes. you would love <laughs> Jamie Vardy rip shots. Like Jamie, all Jamie Vardy. Day. Jamie Vardy would not be drinking pints though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. WKD. <laughs> Bacardi Breezers. For sure. All of those things. Shots. Jaegers. Just straight shots. All the ladies in shots. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Anyways, back to Tottenham. I think think Dembele is a year older. I think Dyer is... I think he probably is not quite as good as we think he is. Um, Because he's boring. And, yeah, he's he's boring. Um... And yeah, I think there are holes. I think there are holes primarily at left back and in the kind of holding midfield role. And uh, but we might plus, have the best keeper in the world. If you, if Harry King, well, if, if Harry, you ignore the last twenty minutes of the World Cup, if Harry King, fine. if Harry King Final. gets injured, if Harry King gets injured, oh, we'll struggle. We'll struggle to make yeah. top six. That's fair. And I think that's enough of a is reason. That, is that still Lorente and Lamella? Oh, or? it's still Lorente. Actually, gotta love Fernando. I mean, Lucas Mora. Lucas Mora. I think, Mora, I think I, my, the I silver lining is that I think Lucas Mora. We hardly saw him last season in, in meaningful games. He's like a new signing, and I think I think a lot of the pessimists about the lack of signings are forgetting that this is a um, international caliber player for Brazil who wasn't obviously at the World Cup just because of lack of. Uh, 
game time, but he he's he's got all you want in a kind of attacking midfield winger, and he can also finish. So, and he gives you I, something that you don't have with any of your other attacking players, and that's natural wit. Yeah, it's something that Spurs has not had in the last five to ten years that I can remember. Is 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 very narrow, and that suits White Hart Lane perfectly. And I don't know what the dimensions of the new White Hart Lane will be. Crazy field. That's what it's going to be. It's, it's it gives you a different option because sometimes teams can set up, and you've got again the Burnleys and the Bournemouths and the the Crystal Palaces of the world who set up really narrow and Spurs find it hard to break them down because Deli Alley only turns up one every three games. Yeah, you've well, gotta, he also just gotta, goes, he's like a North and yes. South guy. You've got you've to get the best out truth, of him. Yeah. It's a truth. You've got to get the best out of him and when he's brilliant, when he's good, he's brilliant and when he's not, he's you're carrying a player and that's something that you can't it's do. It's crazy how similar league. that analogy of how his play was to how he played for the English national team. Like, yeah, it he was, was. He was. He had his game. He wasn't. He wasn't fit for. Right. for he wasn't fit for. Yeah, probably sixty percent of the tournament. Yeah, so. and there's an asterisk there, but he. he we also on, don't that, know. That's on Southgate. That's on Southgate. That's on. That's on the England team. Harry Harry Kane. Was he carrying an injury because he he wasn't involved he, in the last two games? The last two were rough, right? and right. you know he won the Golden Boot, and that was. That yeah. was probably a bit of an asterisk the, there too. Yeah, well, yeah. What do you mean he scored a no look back heel goal? <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Well, sorry. So speaking of goal scorers, this is the last topic I wanted to get into. Is top goal scorer? We'll go with the. We'll, 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 I'll read out the odds for the obvious ones, but then there's some there's some gems or diamonds in the rough here as we get further down uh, this crazy list. And the first, obviously, is. Kane at three to one, Salah at four and a half to one, Aguero at eight to one, Aubameyang at seven to one, and Lukaku at eight and a half to one. Those are the top five. Is there a name out there that screams value to you? Kane, Salah, Aguero, Aubameyang, and Lukaku. I'd always back Aguero there compared really? to the others. Eight if to he, one, yeah. I was going to uh, say. I was uh, going to say the opposite. Go ahead. Thirty, um, thirty to thirty-two games you get out of Aguero. If he starts ahead of Gabriel Jesus, which he should, I think. I still think Jesus is good, but he's not He's not the striker they want him to be just yet. Okay. I, I think you've got Kevin De Bruyne feeding you the ball three or, <laughs> three or four times a game. You're going to score one or two or three of them. and it, I, I think he's the value ahead of Kane or, or, or Salah, who I think is going to regress. Aguero, yeah, that's the that's the other one, right? It's like Salah is like you can't do it again. So, actually, I th- I kind of think that not not because I'm not an Aguero fan. I think he's I think he's an amazing striker. I just think um, a he has a track record of not staying healthy. Uh, he's a year older, and b the depth on City is just absurd. I think he gets pulled like every game. Yeah, I mean, but he has I'm, two. St- they have two strikers. He can, he can, he can, he can rest. Guardiola can rest Aguero just for shits and giggles. I mean, you know, they're playing a Champions League game in midweek. He'll be like, okay, I'm going to play Jesus, um, even if there isn't a real, you know, reason. Even if, even if Aguero's in better form, I just think the team is that good where he can do that. And I think between that and injuries, um, you know, and and also just the fact that. They're 
you know, I'm not, I'm not calling, I'm not calling Kane. I love Harry Kane, but he's, you know, a beautiful man. He is. He's a, you know, everything runs through him. Whereas on city, you've got in it, in any buildup, you've got four or five guys who might, who might score the goal and they're all extremely unselfish. And so you get, you get these goals that come out of, you know, six or seven passes in the attacking area. And it results in Raheem Sterling who can't, hit the broadside of a barn <laughs> just tapping the ball into the goal and it's it's a testament to to how good city are but i also think it it results in this kind of distribution of 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 goals and it's not to say i don't think aguero isn't one of the the, the very best if not the best striker but i just think there's so many there's so many guys there so um, if, got, you, so if your team's scoring a hundred goals a year, it's not yeah. not to say that he won't get twenty five of them. I, I I think if Kane, I think uh, because I'm not saying there. it's the val. I'm not saying it's the value pick because he's he's the uh, favorite. But I think yeah. Kane stays healthy, he should score the most goals. So but like, okay, is there anything to the and and I'm sort of reaching no further back than this list here? But like, Alexi Sanchez, no, didn't no. play in the World Cup. No. In theory, in good shape. He looked no like chance. absolute dog shit for Matthew. Fair. I, I can't. I can't I, see how he fits in that system. I mean, he Still, wasn't good. Don't get me wrong, but like he, he's Lukaku. Lukaku is a very different player to what he was used to with Giroud at, at Arsenal, which really did get the best out of him. I think Giroud's an underrated player, and even if he doesn't score or get a shot on target at a whole tournament. I agree. I still think the reason France did well is because they changed it up and they put Giroud in instead of Dembele. Yeah. I think Lukaku is a bit of a different striker. I think Mourinho, again, is not the most creative in terms of getting the best out of these types of number 10 kind of players that that Sanchez that Sanchez is. I just, I, I don't see it. What's, no, what's his odds? 33 to 1. Yeah. Sanchez. Okay, he's, so he's my not done it for Arsenal my, when he was he was guy. Arsenal's player. Okay, fair enough. My rogue pick in that range, um, and I know it's going to be unpopular, is Murata. Oh, because they've got nobody else at striker. And okay. listening. Sorry, uh, you know he's a he's an Italian manager. Murata really thrived in Italy. Um, you know he's gonna he's gonna have to. He's going to have to create a system that that revolves around Murata. I mean, unless they sign somebody, um, I just don't know who else it's going to be. Yeah, okay. like I can score goals. He <laughs> clearly has some confidence issues. He started started well last year. He was he was on pace with Lukaku when it when it came to November. He just tailed off, and they signed Giroud, who I think fit their system a lot better. better. With linking up your your job at Chelsea is not necessarily to score goals it's to make Hazard the best player that he can be so he can create and score the goals yeah I think I think Morata's not necessarily that link-up person but as Dino says he's he's he has freaking good in the air and uh, you'd hope they they get enough opportunities that he's going to get a lot the one that I had written down was Firmino and oh interesting you hate Firmino I hate Firmino but I think as I say, Salah's going to regress. People are going to put two or three men on Salah. And that's just going to mean more room for Firmino. Yeah. He's a, a, but then why his not teeth, like his teeth aside, 
he's he's a good footballer. <laughs> and he gets into good positions, and he he quietly gets ten to fifteen goals, ten to fifteen assists. And I think that if you're trying to keep Salah and Mane, Mane, sorry, yeah, both both of them quiet, then he's the one that's the. the yeah, you're gonna be Salah. Yeah, I, th- I think he could. I could. I think I could definitely see him being top goal scorer for Liverpool. I don't know if he's quite clinical enough to be top premier league league top goal scorer but but i agree i mean their goals to be had uh on that team you know how it gets spread around i think is there's a bit of randomness to it Um, i think there's a more even distribution than than last year i just think i could definitely yeah sal is not the kind of person i think that can keep up this thing where you know what he's going to do and not be able to stop it i think once you work him out <laughs> this is the classic chris frustration you hate it. it when you're like he's gonna it. do this we know what he's gonna do he's not good enough to or maybe he's to just something that else. good at it maybe he is maybe i'm doing him a disservice but i uh, i want to see another i want to see another sample of games 38 games not enough for me Interesting. To, to not call enough him, of a sample, huh? the, uh, a You're player. ridiculous. Lu- Lukaku or Aubameyang? They both seem like meh. Like, if you're going to go for someone at 8-1... to one, Lukaku almost got it two years ago. Uh, for me... He's, he improved as a player, I think. Uh, and in the, you think so? I think, world. yeah. I think the World Cup, he was instrumental to what Belgium did. That's true. D- despite what I said about him and Sanchez, I think him and Hazard <laughs> actually worked really well. And, and he's, set, he's setting up goals for Nasser Chadley, uh, everyone, everyone's favourite. West Brom. West Brom's West hero. Brom legend. Great. That's great. That's great. Poor West Brom. I'd pour one out, but I'm, you know, I'm not exactly in a position to pour anything on the yeah. boards here. Yeah. Um, all right. Fair enough. We'll, we'll wrap this up because clearly there's some meat on the bones. We'll have to run this back. <laughs> After Wolves lose their first game and Tottenham wins it. Chris is an angry Wolves fan who says, it's all gone to shit. Uh, but give me your... Who are, the top, who are the top four? One to four. In order. In order. City, Liverpool, Spurs, United. Hmm. Yeah, I go Liverpool, City, Spurs, United. I think Liverpool wins. I really do. I don't want that to happen. Do you know? No too many Liverpool fans for that to happen. City, City, Liverpool, United, Spurs. Oh my god. Everyone's so boring. So boring. All of us have the top four just in the same four, excuse me, in a different order. That, so it's that difficult to break into the top four. If you say six or seven, then I think but, it's a little bit. Yeah, fair. And we'll 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 get into this. We'll we'll all look back on this in midseason and say we're all stupid wrong for not having foreseen. I don't know who, but someone at, as being as good as they are. But that's the beauty of doing this. Is there's only like fifty listeners, so no one will actually hold us to against it. Hey, I'm gonna bring at least four more. That's true. That's true. <laughs> If we don't get a Denise listen, if I don't get a UK pin drop on my SoundCloud <laughs> feed, that means you're not doing your job. <laughs> All right, well, this is fun. There's meat on the bone, so we'll have to we'll have to run this back at some point. Albeit, we'll have to think about timing for when, maybe when they announce the Champions League group stages. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Cheers, buddies. <laughs>